I'm Donovan Kane. Welcome back to the podcast and this full-length audiobook presentation of Red Sin, book number one of the Sin series, written by New York Times, USA Today, and Wall Street Journal best-selling author Aletha Romig, and read to you by Samantha Prescott and Stephen Dexter. And now, episode 13 of Red Sin. Chapter 13, Van. Lifting the bottle of wine, I knew that I was losing my battle with myself. The restraint I'd exercised throughout the day disappeared with the sunlight. Much like the wolves that came and went from my property, I had my prey in my sights, and any self-control I'd forced myself to exhibit waned with each passing second. My hunger was growing to the point of starvation, and it wasn't food that I sought. Julia walked beyond the sofa and fireplace to the windows and stared out toward the bay. I can't describe how I feel right now. She spun toward me. It's new. I could stare at her for hours. Julia carried herself in a way that exhibited confidence and need at the same time. The dichotomy was fascinating. Her openness and honesty were inviting. It wasn't simply her beauty and her youth. Julia had a presence that lured me toward her. Tell me. She shrugged. It's consuming, you know, as they talk about in books. I didn't think the kind of attraction that they described was real. I've never been attracted to someone so much that everything else in life pales in importance. Her admission made me smile. You described it well. After setting the bottle of wine on the table between the sofa and fireplace, I took a step toward her. I can describe what I see. I scanned from Julia's painted toenails to her beautiful yellow hair, no longer contained in a twist as it had been earlier in the day. Now it flowed over her slender shoulders, creating a wavy veil. Her lips parted and closed. You're stunning, Julia. There's no denying that. If Butler didn't tell you that a thousand times a day, he didn't truly see what a rare gift he wasted. The thing is, as gorgeous as you are, your beauty isn't your greatest asset. When I see you and I'm near you, I sense your energy, your vitality, and your genuineness. Those are rare qualities. I spend a lot of time alone, but I also spend time with business, here in Wisconsin and while traveling. The authenticity I sense in you is unique. Taking another step toward her, I reached for the stem of her glass and set it on a nearby table. I could become addicted. She inclined her chin, keeping her blue eyes fixed on me. Van, right now, I'm not sure about who you think I am. I'm different when I'm with you. I can't imagine you any other way. She lowered her forehead to my chest. It's as if I've walked out of a cloud or a fog, one that's been over me for most of my life. She wrapped her arms around my torso. This, right here, right now, it feels too good to be real. I'm scared that if I blink, it'll be gone. 
my arms wrapped around her. She was right about the way it felt to have her here in my home and in my arms. I lifted her chin until I was basking in her blue stare. The only person who can make this end is you. Her head shook. I don't want it to end. And I don't want to talk. You said sex would be discussed. I pulled her closer until her softness melted with my hardness. Before the other night in the cabin, it had been a while since I'd been intimate with a woman. The rare interactions I enjoyed were primarily mutually self-indulgent. The abstinence I endured was self-inflicted. Perhaps it was my penitence. Whatever the reason, Julia had awakened a part of me that I hadn't until recently realized had fallen into hibernation. Her warm hand came to my cheek. Red sin? Is that a real thing? I haven't looked it up. I suppose it could be one of those sayings we hear and accept. Since I'd never experienced it, I was skeptical. Until now. Now it feels real. It does. I watched the way her lips moved. The blue of her eyes swirled with emotions. Julia should be afraid of the beast she'd awakened. Instead, she was pushing her petite body against mine and undoubtedly feeling my growing erection against her. She should run. I had to warn her. <sighs> Tell me goodnight. Don't let me blur the line of our agreement. Go up to your suite and lock the door. I don't want to. Her hand landed on my chest. I'm open to blurring the line. Does that mean you're done discussing sex? It means I want you to take me, Van. I can't explain this desire. I've never felt anything like this before. I'm still not looking for forever because for once I'm satisfied with the present. Satisfied? The concept was foreign to me. It contradicted my need for more, bigger and better. I wasn't satisfied. I wasn't satisfiable. And currently, my state could be classified more accurately as insatiable. As my thoughts filled with the possibilities before me, my breaths became shallower and my pulse kicked up a beat. Julia rose up on her tiptoes as her lips connected with mine. All day long as I'd contemplated the possibility that our evening could go in this direction, I told myself that if it did, I should be gentle and go slow. Now, with Julia's body against mine, those sentiments were washed away by the flood of my speeding circulation. I wrapped Julia's long hair around my fingers as I fisted her golden tresses and tipped her head backward. Her moan filtered through the air as our kiss deepened. My tongue sought entrance as I unapologetically took what she offered. When we separated, I asked, Do you remember my rule? Julia nodded. I invited. The rest is up to you. Her pink tongue darted to her swollen lips. I'm not completely inexperienced, but I like letting you lead. Her breasts heaved as she took a deep breath. I trust you. 
My eyes briefly closed, if she only knew how wrong she was. With my cock achingly hard, I couldn't think about her misplaced trust. Now that her invitation was out in the air, I wouldn't back away. I couldn't. With the backdrop of the crackling fire, I made my proclamation. Strip for me, beautiful. As pink filled Julia's cheeks, I gently placed my hand on the side of her face. I took your clothes off the other night. Now I want to watch as you take them off for me, knowing what's going to happen, knowing what I'm going to do to you. Her blue orbs swirled with uncertainty. That was good. She should be uncertain. I don't know what you're going to do. Oh, I'm going to bury myself inside your perfect pussy. She sucked in a breath as her eyes opened wider. And I'm not going to stop until we both come over and over. As if the temperature had dropped, Julia began to tremble. I ran my finger down her cheek to her neck, watching her pulsating carotid. I lowered my lips and kissed her neck, going lower and lower until I reached the top of her blouse. I'm going to suck your nipples until they're hard as diamonds. I'm going to taste your sweet essence and dine on your juices. Fan. I placed my finger on her lips. Now, don't make me repeat myself. Strip for me. She nodded as she looked around. Everything is so open. And there isn't another person for miles. No one will see you or hear you scream as you come. Her fingers slowly undid each button behind her neck. With her gaze fixed on mine, she lifted the blouse, exposing the lace bra beneath. Next, she unbuckled the skinny belt before undoing two buttons and the zipper to her slacks. Letting go of the waist, the slacks fell to the floor in a black puddle. Beautiful blue eyes stayed fixed on me, staring up through her veiled lashes as she unclasped the bra. I had plans for her perfect breasts. However, it was obvious by her reddened areolas and beaded nipples that she was already on her way. Next, she snagged the waist of the lace panties and pushed them to her ankles, stepping away from the pile of her clothing. Turn around, slowly. Julia was perfection, as if a master sculptor had created exactly what God intended. Finders keepers. I dropped the flannel shirt and pulled the thermal one over my head. I'd removed my boots earlier, making it too easy to unbuckle my belt and quickly lose my jeans to the floor. Still wearing my silk boxers, straining to contain my erection, I offered Julia my hand. Her energy flowed through our touch as I walked her to the rug before the fireplace. I didn't say a word as she sat on the soft rug and lay back, lifting her arms over her head. She was a fucking angel come to earth. I didn't deserve her. The calls I'd received warning me against marriage were right. The calls came from people who knew me. 
Julia didn't know me, and yet here she was, laid out, a beautiful, vivacious gift that I would never tire of nor return. In the light of the fire, lighter and darker shades of blonde were visible in her hair. Such as the predator I was, I lowered myself to the rug and crawled over Julia until my lips were again claiming hers. Her hands came to my shoulders as her arms then wrapped around my neck. Her kiss tasted like wine. I prized myself away, letting my kisses rain lower, enjoying every inch of the flesh she offered me. Each nipple was licked, sucked, and nipped, leaving a peppering of goosebumps over her flesh. Her moans and whimpers superseded the crackling of the fire. I didn't stop as my tongue found her core. One lick, and I knew she was wet and ready. One lick, and I wanted more. Spreading her knees farther apart, I buried my face where soon my cock would be. Fan. She called out my name as her body writhed beneath my ministrations. Swirling her clit, I inserted two fingers into her tight pussy, creating a rhythm as her hips bounced in time. By the way her legs tightened around my head, I knew she was close. I curled my fingers and nipped her clit, the room filled with her wordless sounds as she came undone in my grasp. When her gaze met mine, a blushing smile filled her expression. <sighs> that was... Just the beginning. <sighs> I've never come that hard with Oral. Butler was a dick. Oh, there's more to come, I smiled. Pun intended. I stripped out of my boxer briefs and crawled back over her until our lips met. My tongue danced with hers. <sighs> See how good you taste? More pink came to her cheeks, giving her a glow in the fire's light. Carefully, I guided my cock to her warm and wet heaven. With my elbows near her face, I stared down at Julia, taking in her youth, her beauty, and her trusting gaze. Keep your eyes open, Julia. I want to watch you come this time. Don't look away. Opening her eyes, she nodded. With each inch, my hunger grew until I slammed deep inside her. Her squeal reverberated through the room, giving me pause. I want you so badly. Don't stop. I waited, giving her time to take me in. Even without moving, just having her tight walls contract around me was ecstasy. She nodded as her lips met mine. Take me. I want all of you. It was her repeated invitation, and I wasn't going to turn her down. Pistoning my hips, I eased in and out, filling her with each thrust as she dug her fingernails into the rug's fibers and held on. Her marvelous pussy, sensual noises, and expressions ranging from pain to bliss were feeding my hunger. Call me a chauvinist, but knowing that no one else had done this to her filled me with a caveman-like need to keep her here and never let her go. Julia's eyelids fluttered as she held on to my neck, our noses touching. 
My balls grew tighter as I thrust faster, knowing she was again close and wanting to watch her display as she came. It was as her body stiffened that I saw the splendor in her eyes. That was the incentive I needed as I laid her shoulders back to the rug and lifted her bent legs to my shoulders. The sight before me was stunning. The end of my glistening cock was inside her wet pink pussy. Lifting her torso into my arms, I thrust upward. Oh, Van. Fuck, it felt good. In this position, I was buried deeper than I'd been before. Julia's youth and fitness allowed her the most satisfying flexibility. With her basically folded in half in my arms, my cock at the perfect angle as my hips pistoned with unabandoned need. Harder and harder, faster and faster. This was the definition of insatiable desire. Her petite hands held tight to my neck as I continued recklessly staking my claim. It was as my orgasm built that she came again, her entire body trembling in my grasp. It had been so long since I'd engaged in sex fueled by pure desire that I'd forgotten the number one rule of safety and precaution. As my seed pulsated out of me, filling her, I didn't care. That caveman need wanted only one thing, to never let Julia go. The end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Red Sin, book number one of the Sin series. Written by New York Times, USA Today, and Wall Street Journal best-selling author Aletha Romig. And read to you by Samantha Prescott and Stephen Dexter. You can find out more about Aletha Romig and her books at aletharomig.com. Find out more about the show at steamystoriesforwomen.com.